Hello and welcome to the Onion Bag, the Onion Bag, the Onion Bag podcast. I am Liam Caffrey, Dom Aberdeen, Jack Ostwick, and we're here to bring you your weekly instalment all about the world of football. On Spark. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Onion Bag brought to you by Spark. I'm Liam Caffrey and today I am joined with Dom Aberdeen. How are you doing today, Dom? Oh, yes, I'm alright. And Jack Ostwick, how are you doing today? I'm good, Liam, how are you? I'm okay. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about some football and hot takes. Dom, I uh, think you've got them on your phone. I do, I do. These have all been sourced from the depths of Instagram, I believe. They have. If you did yeah. see the thing on our Instagram story, at Onion Bag and Spark, there was a question on there to give us your footballing hot takes. And um, we're going to read some of them off to you today. Spark! So uh, we'll start off with our own. Uh, Jack, what's your, uh, what would you say your footballing hot take is? Uh, so, <laughs> right, mine was... I feel like this is quite 50-50 with a lot of football fans, right? But I think it's quite a hot one. I know uh, our friend Marlon, you may won't appreciate me for this one. but Shout out, Marlon. I personally think the Arsenal Invincibles is slightly overrated. I agree. I am inclined to agree. I can see why people disagree, but I also <laughs> get your side of it. The way well, I see it, right? Yeah. So, you can see all this, obviously they've got unbeaten in the league. But they still got beat that season. It's not like that team did not get beat. They did get beat. They got dumped out of the cup. Uh, dumped out of the Champions League. Right? And, like, I don't know. I was watching the Premier League years the other day for that exact season, actually. And I was looking and, like, there was points throughout the season where, like, they, they weren't even top. Like, because... They drew I, that many games. They drew yeah. that many games. Like, and it's, I don't know. Do I say that? Like, the, what, played 38... 126 drew 12, right? Can I just say it's still an incredible team? Oh, yeah. Right? It's still absolutely outrageous. Like, some of the, the players in that team are unbelievable. And to not lose a football game in the Premier League is very impressive. But I don't think it's as impressive as it's made out. Like, some people say they're the greatest Premier League team of all time. Who do you think is the best Premier League team of all time? Uh, for me, I'd have. The top three would probably be Chelsea this season after. The team that conceded 15 goals under Jose Mourinho. For me, that's more impressive feat than, yeah, yeah. Only, than not losing any games. Conceding 15 goals for a season. Uh, Centurions, mm-hmm. again, 100 points for me is a better achievement. And also, as much as it wasn't one team, but sort of like a little era when United won three in a row, the I think between three. 2006 and 2009, again, more impressive for me. That's what I'm saying. Like, I know. Do you think it's the City, consistency? Chelsea. United all lost games and Arsenal technically didn't but they could focus so much on the league because they were in these other competitions like Man United were in the Champions League final at mm-hmm. the same time with all this going on like Man United nearly done another treble yeah mm. like I don't know I just feel like they're not they're a brilliant team absolutely brilliant team but for me they're just slightly overrated in the fact that I don't think they're do you think it's the because the, out of all the teams you've mentioned it's it's not one of the most like is it like the draws that yeah it's like it's they've got a lot of superstars though so Henri Sturkamp over Mars Vieira Vieira it is a very 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 good team some unbelievable like Premier League legends in that team like in my opinion the best player I ever played in the Premier League Thierry Henry was in that team that's my that that might be another hot take. I no, I, I actually agree with that. Personally, I think Thierry Henry was. I think you're forgetting that Titus Bramall was playing in the Premier League. Henry <laughs> <laughs> is the best player in the Premier League. Um, no, I agree with that. Would you you put him over Ronaldo? 
No, I mean while they were in the Premier League. Sorry, not like. Did Thierry and we were win a Ballon d'Or while he was in the Prem? Wow, the silence is deafening. <laughs> I mean, no, he didn't. You're right, but I don't know. I, I, I know I can understand. I, for I me, can. I just feel like Henri as a player, he was just mesmerised to watch. He glided around the pitch, and Ronaldo again, fantastic. Arguably, right, my favourite version of Ronaldo was United Ronaldo. I loved him as a little tricky winger, but Ronaldo obviously went on to be better. Mm-hmm. But while in the, in their time in the Premier League, I feel like Henri is the best player. No, I agree with you on that. Um, but that's a debate for another day. But what <laughs> we're saying is, I feel like the feats these other teams achieved, like Chelsea and City, they're more impressive than like only like winning twenty six games and drawing twelve. We like, haven't even mentioned um, United's treble winning side. Exactly, yeah, on that you know all these teams you can think of that could be better than Arsenal. That um, invincible season it just shows you that maybe they're not as one of good the arguments that I always say with the Invincibles team is people would say that they'd uh, they wouldn't even make Champions League in now in today's Premier League. No, no. Uh, yeah, I actually oh. agree with that. The Invincibles, I don't think they'd make top four this. Um. It's just, it's not. This season they would. Yeah, they would. Well, New, yeah, this season, yeah, Newcastle's like, in the top four this season. <laughs> ah, here we go. No, but you know what I'm trying to say? It's like the game evolves so quickly. Like, obviously, was, it's different. Yeah, there's different ways of play, but I feel like that team. Like, like fo- football 20 years ago is just such a complete different sport now. Mm-hmm. Like, just the whole, even off the pitch, it's just mental. But no, I I do agree that um Craig Solo players that team like Jens Lehm and Tony Adams, Patrick Vieira, Darren Henry, Dennis Bergkamp. Overmars. Overmars, like Yeah, it's not taken away from the yeah. It's not taken away from the talent that's in that team. It's just that I think they'd get top four. Right, yeah, I, I, they'd definitely get top four. I don't know, for me, they're a brilliant team, but just like for people who say they're the best Premier League team ever, not for me. Sorry, right. So uh, my hot take is, if Klopp was at any other club, he would have been sacked months ago. He's lucky to be in a job. I've uh, I've heard some people say that it's not a hot take. Uh, I don't think it's a hot take personally. I, I agree with you. I see the other side of the argument though. Like obviously, I, I see what you're saying. Like yeah, but um, I mean, I'd, obviously the people who make the decision to do the sacking, I don't think the care that much like FSG supposedly you know Liverpool want them out and stuff but and maybe under different owners like owner under like you know if Klopp was still under if Klopp was under Abramovich say at Chelsea mm. we probably would if he was at Chelsea shop. he'd be gone yeah, yeah. Be months ago but um, but it's certain clubs trust managers more yeah. I do think though I know he's been poor this season but I feel like Klopp's done enough to warrant like give it time because yeah. they had a season like this the year after they won the league I don't know they had a lot of injuries but remember like they went from not losing and a home game of Burnley not, yeah. yeah went from not yeah. losing a home game I think they lost six on the bounce like and Klopp managed to like revive the squad and got win that many games that they got Champions League they looked like down and out in there and then they got and second the next year yeah. by a point well, I'm not I'm not doubting like his managerial like abilities I just think in the current climate where managers no I do I do agree yeah. like if, if he was at Chelsea he'd be gone if he was at Wolves like the shelf gone. life of managers nowadays is that's so what I, mean. I, so like I agree with what you're saying 
but I don't agree with the principle of it. Like, I don't agree with how little time man- I know Klopp's had seven years. Like, so that's not the point. But how little time it takes for a manager to have a bad, bad reform ban? You yeah. Can't, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I it don't- takes so long to get the respect. But it's just so easy to lose. I don't it. agree with that dynamic of football nowadays. Like yeah, it's, it's the way stupid. managers aren't given time. Like you know what is it? It's like as well. John Henderson, the way he's been treated by like Liverpool fans and how people think of him. I seen a tweet earlier. I don't know who tweeted. It. I think it was just the Premier League. Who was the least technical player ever to play in the Premier League? Yeah, I saw that so put John Henderson. Give our harsh. Bearing in mind, harsh. he's he's obviously a good player. He's won a Champions League, Premier League. FA Cup, it's cap- League Cup, he's won everything possible. There's a exactly club player, and but but because he's had a few bad performances, a bit of bad run of form. It's not exactly like Everyone he's is. the weakest link in that team either. He's not. Uh, uh, the way I view the Liverpool situation is right. Right now, they're not very good, and I feel like everyone's to take a bit of it. Like the midfield's being totally neglected by the owners and the recruitment team, and they need to bring some players in. But I think we mentioned this on the last episode. Klopp isn't blameless for me because he does not adapt. I know, he hasn't changed his system, yeah. has he? I, mean, he, he? I feel like he's too stubborn. I think it is partially his fault. His philosophy. He's definitely has to take some blame, like, because some of the performances this season just, like... Oh, yeah, he's not he's disgusting. not um, free, but, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm not... When I say he's lucky to be in a job, I think it's purely because of, like, the, the world that football's in right now. It's just... You can do so much for a club... Little purple patch that's all it takes to yeah. get you the axe. I agree with that, like, and that's unfortunately the sad dynamic of football nowadays, and that's just the way it is. And to be fair, you could see him get the sack, like, he might not last in the season. Who um, would they? Who would they realistically? If they if they sacked him tomorrow, realistically, who do they bring in? Exactly. Like, what 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 do you do? Like, exactly. There's not a great deal of managers on the back. What do they bring in? Tugel, maybe. Don't know. Give it to Tommy Tugel end season. <laughs> Like I don't really know. Like there's not, they could put easily poach your manager. Like they've got that sort of pull, but mm. there's not a great deal of free managers on the market right now. Pochettino maybe. I'm not sure. He's been out of job for a while. Tony Mowbray. No thanks. No thanks. <laughs> and, uh, so we've uh, we've tried to put this off long enough. It's finally time we address the uh, the Norwegian and French elephants in the room. Caffrey, what is what is your football and hot take? My hot take, and I don't think it should be a hot take. Is that Haaland is better player than Mbappe? That is <laughs> just disgusting. Honestly, we we really had a scrap off air. <laughs> Talking about this, I swear. There's God. been many many Go times on, in class we've <laughs> had shouting shouting contests from across the room. Go on, Jack. How is Mbappe? I don't understand, right? How he can watch both of them as brilliant as Haaland is, there, who's an unbelievable natural goal scorer. How can you watch them side by side and go? Haaland's better. And Batman has got so much more. Have you seen the team he's playing in? I, d- oh, I don't get... Look at the team Haaland's playing in. What's the difference? In Have you seen the league he's playing in? It's, oh, I'm not having this again about Liga and being like... The bro- the kid's got a hat-trick in a World Cup final. He's he's an incredible player. Don't get us wrong. Two were penalties, by the way. Second goal was fantastic. Not taking that away from him. But two were penalties... And he didn't even win the game. Oh, so, so, it's, so it's, he scored his penalty though. That so it's it, him his not winning fault. the game wasn't his fault. It's, that, it's that, his fault. Yeah. The France lost. No, no, no. But like, no, that, that, I didn't really make it say that. But like, <laughs> two were penalties. 
So? You're using, uh, one, you're using one game as an argument. No, and two penalties. I'm using the biggest game arguably in football history, I mean, he and he came with Argentina. Final we've ever Argentina had, with two way. nil up with ten minutes to go, and he single-handedly, no, single-handedly, no, not single-handedly, no, it was single-handedly. At all. This, the first goal, who won the penalty? I can't remember. Not him. He just took the penalty. So that's not really single-handedly, is it? It got put in a play from second goal. Fantastic, absolutely class. And the third one was also a penalty from what he didn't win. It's, it's so how did he single-handedly do that? I, I, I just don't understand how if you If Jorginho scored them two penalties, you would have said pen, pen merchant, wouldn't you? No. Yeah, you would. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, you would. <laughs> I, would. I, would. I, I would. I would. And why are we using one game as an example? We're Should we get game. Harlan Stassel using the biggest season? game? Go for it. Go for it, honestly. Right. In the Premier League, by the way. Not in Ligue 1. Little farmers league. Oh, that's just so like twenty-two matches, twenty-six goals. Right, that's outrageous. I'm not saying Haaland's bad, by the way. It's ridiculous. He's brilliant. And Mbappe could not do that. And he's probably going to break almost every Premier League record if he stays long enough. But as a so, footballer, so he's going to break all the records in the best league in the world. As a footballer, how can you watch Kylian Mbappe as an all-round player right. and not think he's better than Haaland? That is what, what's insane. the main what's the main goal in a football game? To win, yeah? To win. What do you need to win? Goals. Who's better at scoring goals? But Mbappe... What's Mbappe's job? Mbappe... What's Mbappe's Scores job? the goals no. and creates Aye, them. but he doesn't score as many as him. Because he doesn't play sole striker all the time. Yes, he, he does. He sometimes plays off of the wing. Right? <laughs> this is... Oh, my God. Like, I just don't get how you can watch them both and think... And Mbappe, as an all-round player, <laughs> an all-round player, is got so much more to his game, so much better, so much more complete at his age. It is why? ridiculous. What do you mean? Uh, why? Uh, he just uh, is. No, but like, what? What part of his game? He's got ridiculous dribbling, unbelievable pace, great right. finishing ability. So let's stop you there. Brilliant. Harlan's finishing is better, and his pace. He's not slow at all. Any centre back in the world, Harlan beats. Yeah. That's all that matters. He's not going to be racing against Mbappe throwing goal, is he? No, but you still need pace to be an attacking footballer, really. Mate, nowadays. he's rapid. I'm not saying he isn't. But I'm just saying, Mbappe's got all that, plus the ability to create goals. He just so oh, much more for four assists team. in the league this season. Oh. As a sole striker. More than Kane, who was uh, meant to be really good at passing. Good at playmaker. But Harlan's got more assists than him this season. I think that just comes out of the team he's in, you know. Like, so some of the assists this season have just been like... I, to be fair, the one against Villa, I'll give you it was brilliant. Uh-huh. Like the way he took it around. And can I just say, and to be fair, I love Haaland. Like I it, think no, he's outrageous. He wouldn't have got the assist for this, but did you see Grealish's goal against um, Arsenal on Wednesday? Yeah. If if Haaland doesn't like realise the situation and give that a Gundogan, there's no goal. I think Mbappe would have tried and gone when he's on there. He's probably scored. Probably scored, will he? That's, you can't say that. You can't just say he probably would have scored. No, I just feel Mbappe like is too selfish of a footballer to realise that Gundogan's in a better position than him. Can I just ask, right? It's totally sort of different thing. Who do you think is better, Kane or Haaland? Right now? Just as a player? As a, as a football player? I'm, I'm torn. I think Kane is fantastic, but I th- think Har- Haaland. So you think Kane's better than Mbappe as well? They're too different. Kane's got like no pace at all. Mbappe prides himself of, self of it. 
I just, I just, for me, it's just in terms of completeness of a footballer, he brings so much more to a team. Brings so much more. No, you he look- doesn't. He actually, you know what it is? His ego and his selfishness probably bring it like a team around down, which does matter. And you don't. I don't think you realise that. I know. And then to be fair, yeah, he does have his stroppy moments. Like, and he can be. Um, Do you ever see Harlan going in a strop, or does he grab the game by the scruff of the neck? I don't know, for me, it's just like you go on about the ego and stuff, like fair enough, but for me, that just shows Mbappe's sort of hunger and like his want to be the best. He wants to be the very have you best. Not, uh, I'm sorry, but you just be. have you not seen Haaland? What have you, you seen how hungry he is to like chase the ball? I've, do you not like when a centre back comes and tries to wipe him out? The centre back ends up on the floor. No, I'm not. Say, everything I say from Mbappe isn't like I'm not saying he like, wants that ball more than Haaland's anyone else. Total the opposite. Like I'm not saying the total opposite ends the spectrum. I still think Haaland's brilliant for me. Um, for me, he's not better than Kane. I wouldn't say so. And I also don't think he's better than Mbappe. I think you're, you're crazy to say so as a footballer. Like Haaland, yeah, brilliant goal scorer. Position is football and brain is brilliant, but he just I think I'm about it's just he's just got so much more. He's up for Paris, yeah, in league and supposedly a bad league, whatever. Supposedly, right, whatever. How are you? But um, he's also done it plenty of times in the Champions League, and he's a very very clutch player. And just look what he did in the World Cup. Like he got a golden boot in the World Cup. Again, and then you can say, "Oh, two penalties in the final." Still got to throw out. He was absolutely ridiculous in the best tournament in the football, and he's won one before that, and scored in the final at 18 years old. Where's Haaland's World Cup winners medal? Have you seen the team Haaland's in? <laughs> I don't care, right? Like, so, like you put Messi in that Norway team, he's not going to win anything, is he? No, but still, the point is more the fact that Mbappe. It shows how good Mbappe is at 18 years old. He was getting, arguably, one of the best France squads we've ever seen and scoring and being, arguably, the so, most important uh, player in the team. So he was in one of the best France teams of all time and you're using that as an argument to why he's better than Haaland. No, but as a nation, France had an unbelievable breed of players come through and he was still getting in Jack, and being the best player. And was he being the best player? I'd, I'd argue he could have been, yeah. In which World Cup? The 2018 World Cup? He's one of you, for me. You're not saying Griezmann? I'm not saying he's de- definitely, but I'd say he's one of the best, yeah. Um, on this one, recently, he was definitely the best. Without a doubt. We didn't win it. But it, that wasn't his fault. Like, he's in the penalty shooter, right? He's you got his penalty. I can't what? remember who missed, right? But if they don't miss their penalty... So now you're now it's like a point up for him, but it's like we say all this thing about like if if Messi lost the World, World Cup, right? People would go, oh, he's a bottler. Even if he's got like it's p- people say Kane's a bottler because of the Euros, right? He scored his penalty. It's not his fault. Saka, Rashford, and Sancho missed theirs. That's just, that's the only reason he didn't get his hands on the trophy. And it's the same with Mbappe. Mbappe did everything he could, right? It's not his fault. His teammates can't take a penalty. Jack, then he would have won. Already had this then he would have won two like, World if, Cups. If that lad hadn't, whoever it was, who won the penalty, it, like during the game. I'm all about the penalty shootout. I know, but like if the other per, other player didn't win that penalty for them, then there's none of this story altogether. No, I know, but he probably wouldn't have scored the second goal. Of course, you can never single-handedly win a game on your own. You still need help from your team, but it's just 
the clutch, Jack, the clutch you know what of impression it? you're giving us now? Kai Rooney, lost 5-4, scored all four. <laughs> well done, mate. You still lost. That's it's all that matters in football. Who wins? I think that's a harsh way of looking at it. Because, again, this is what I'm saying. Mbappe scored a ridiculous goal, which was... His second goal was incredible. Yeah. Because he's an incredible player. And, right, I'm not sure how you feel about this, right? I think it's a little bit of an underrated trait. I'd say this about anyone, a bit of an underrated trait. To score three penalties in the same game against the same goalkeeper is ridiculously hard to do. Jack, from 12 yards, you should be scoring. It's so mentally... In the biggest game ever, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, I totally get it's that. It's so psychologically like tough to do that, and he scored all three. That, do you realise how hard that is to do? I, I totally understand. Kane bottled it in a quarter-final. I can't even imagine what he was failing. Exactly. But it's still a penalty. He still should be scoring. I just think Mbappe is going to go on to be one of the best players we've ever seen. Like he could be, if he keeps if he going the way he's going. If he stays going. in league one, really? I don't think he will. I mean, he'll go on and win Champions Leagues and Ballon d'Ors for Galar. Could win another World Cup. Boy could play in five World Cups. When, right, best of a great discussion. None of us is going to convince each other, but for me, it's not even close. Dom. Oh, I'm here, am I? Yeah. <laughs> To say it's not even close for sure, yeah. I think you are. I mean, I'm personally in the Mbappe camp. I think a lot that of people confirms would be. it, Liam's right. I think a lot of people would be. Hell, get a poll going on on your bag Instagram story. Let's see what the people think. Right, all five people. Let's see what the people think. So as this episode airs, there will be a poll going on at Onion Bag on Spark. Be sure to get involved. See who the real winner is and we'll reveal who has the better ball knowledge next week. Sparksunderland.com So I think we've been going on about that for a bit too long. I think we should actually get on to what, what we meant to do and that was the, the people's hot takes. So the first one we've got from Ben. Tony Mowbray will have done a better job than Alex Nail could ever dream. Um, I'm assuming that means just at Sunderland. I think as a whole, oh, as a manager, that's a quite manager, unfair. Yeah, because Norwich are being promoted with, to the Premier League with Alex Neil. So, also, as, as a whole, as a manager. M- Mowbray's been a manager for like. Mowbray's also been promoted to the Premier League. Like. True, West Brom. But then yeah. they came last, like dead last. Sorry, Norwich. Hmm. Well, fair enough. Anyway, so it's more about Sunderland, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like. Alex Neil could have done a good job, like he had some good plays at his disposal, but I think he wasn't as good as we made out, evidently. Like looking at him at Stoke now. I know he's not doing too well I know, at Stoke. I know Stoke are rubbish, like, but he's had a tra- he's had a transfer window with them, and that's the reason he left, wasn't it? I also don't think to- Alex Neil, sorry, would have like invested in youth as much. Mm. Doyle Moore does not hesitate to get the kids on the pitch. Like he plays Chris Rigg. He's played Chris Rick a few times this season. Fifteen. Years Fifteen year olds and all the young ones like Lahaji, Barr. Well, look no further than uh Neil's alleged shoppingist, Jane Stockley. Was who he wanted to bring in. Supposedly, yeah, but that's and then just a terrible sign. And Mowbray it? comes in with bringing in all the young ones. I think I'd rather this. Yeah. Tell you, for me, Neil got me excited again for he made uh Initially exciting Sunderland team, Mowbray's team is much more exciting. It got me like, Neil, I was like, right, this could go places. And now I feel like... Mowbray can th- take us there. Yeah, I feel like... And Mowbray 
is Neil laid the foundations for Mowbray's really really exciting Sunderland team yeah and imagine with a striker ah no I know Gellard's just came in but he's still trying to get used to the team and that imagine if Stewart well look at all the credit where like Sunderland's getting as a team now like everyone's saying like where the team uh, look out for because we've played a few exciting we play unreal football and I just think Mowbray has more in the locker in terms of what our current squad needs right now I don't think we'd have been better under Alex Neal no I really don't I think think Tony Mowbray probably is is doing a better job than what I'll give you a concrete answer after the alleged uh, mid-season drop-off that Blackburn fans have been going on about with Mowbray but I mean, I'm still waiting for that. Yeah, it's supposed, to, it's supposed to come after Christmas, but it's kind of late touch February. Wood. I'm uh, still waiting. Staying away from Sunderland, we've got uh, one from Trey. If he wasn't a Man United player, Paul Scholes wouldn't even be in the debate with Gerrard and Lampard. What a silly thing to say, Trey. I think what? Lampard is flattered to be in that conversation. Jackson. Yeah. Oh. Do you not agree, Jack? I think that's a bit more hot. No. Well, La- firstly, Lampard shouldn't be in that conversation. Firstly, out of three, who you Gerard? I'm picking Gerard. Gerard. Gerard scores. I'm touching the floor, by the way. Lampard. I think them two are just miles clear of them. Interesting. I, I don't know. You Lampard. Can, you can't look past all. Don't get us wrong. Fantastic goal scorer. But as a midfielder, is he anywhere near Gerard and scores? I, don't know, I think he, he was very, very good. I feel like Gerard was better all round. I think that is harsh on Lampard. No, and Lampard, there was there was points where Lampard did play like very, a striker. Very harsh on Lampard for his, his career. Who? Lampard. Yeah. Did almost play for a striker, so that helps the goal record a bit. But he's got that many goals in midfield, man. That's outrageous. Was on pens as well, but as we've said, like, um, I, I for me that that anyway go past Lampard, right? Well, whatever Trey said. What did he say? Scott? I don't know. We've gotten if, off the topic. If wasn't if Scott, if he wasn't in the Man United team that he was, he wouldn't even be in the debate of like who's better. Has Trey watched Paul Scholes? Evidently not. Evidently not. That's outrageous. They are. That is that is like, sorry, but like, I feel like he's just seen the fact that some people don't even mention him so he's like oh well he must be terrible he's, he's, he's very glamorous like he's little he's, he's and ginger, little ginger and, yeah. in proper English yeah, he's, not, he's not a bonny looking player but he had a screamer God. in him and he had a 90 yard pass in him oh my word what I've a player i the same thing I, you, you will have seen it I think it was Ryan Giggs they were training or something and there was like an old woman like like, like quite far away like I'd say like, let's say half a pitch maybe three quarters of a football pitch and he says, if you hit her on the head with this football, I'll, uh, I'll pay a feed in or something. He hit her on the head with the football from like, I don't know, like 50 yards or whatever. He's passing ability. Passing on. Oh my word, unmatched. I think that's, that's outrageous to be honest with you. But I've never understood this. If he was in the United team, yeah, there's a reason he was though. Like, If he wasn't good enough for that United team, do you think Fergie would keep him? Yeah, exactly. No. He was instrumental in one of the best teams ever. Like, There's a, a reason he was in it, so... No, not for me. Well, they're called hot takes for a reason. Trey never talk about football again. <laughs> Alex says Riyad Mahrez is the best technical winger in the world right now. We've already been on who actually is. Gilly, Gilly. Tilly. <laughs> right, I, point, I love Mahrez, right? I think he's technically 
He's outstanding. Like, would you say he's technically the best winger in the world right now? Technically, he's better than the likes of like Salah and stuff like that. Like, but the best in the world? I'm not sure. Like, I say where I say where he's coming from. Like, the he's is very. I think the the, the technical bit saves him because if got he just flat out like, said best wing in the world, uh, I'd be like, hang on a minute. Like Saka for me is better than him. Saka for me is one of the most com- the com- most complete right winger in the world. You've got Vinny Junior. Did he say just winger? Yeah, no, technical, technical winger. winger. Yeah, like just yeah, just a winger though, like both sides. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Vinny Junior for me, more complete and technical, and then Mbappe obviously. Mbappe's more of a striker though, isn't he? I'd say. Uh, I would have said Mbappe's more striker. When I first read that ad, even when he plays winger Vinny. though, I was thinking Neymar. Me, he doesn't play as a winger anymore. Um, but even like players like uh, he's that not so much, not so much technically he's more physical, but like Rafa Leal. Mm-hmm. Well, like I say, Vinny was the first person who came to my mind when I first saw it because I was like, I, I, I get the argument. Yeah, Mara's te- it's like, to be it's, it's very to be hard. Athletically, as, aesthetically pleasing. It's watch. not one of the most outrageous takes. No, but it's but uh, it's an interesting one. I was gonna say we're in, we're inclined to disagree. Joe says PSG will win a Champions League before Manchester City. The way they played the other night, no. Well, it depends on like how how the whole. I mean, the players both agonisingly close. Whether Mbappe wants to leave, how long Messi stays around. Um, I mean, yeah, they've both been. They've all been runs up. Uh, well, I'm I'm disagreeing purely because I've said I think City will win it this year. This year, interesting. Oh, I agree with Tom. I think City will win. It I think City will finally win it this year. <clears throat> I think Bayern will beat um, PSG in these uh, yeah, knockouts anyway. Like if Pep stays around and like keeps building this team, I mean now they have got Haaland, who is that cold machine. Um, arguably the missing piece. So the um, Don't Haaland's going to win. Um, <laughs> Champions League before Mbappe hits up. You're trying to say, Jack. Uh, all right, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Uh, the City will probably win it before PSG. Well, you says he could be the missing piece. Well, Luke here says that Man City are actually worse with Haaland. I'll never understand that. Shut up. Who said that? Uh, Luke said that. Luke, shut up. <laughs> Simple as that. Can, so, we, can we? Do we have to even put that in? I, I mean, know, I know that is that's what it's sort of on my side though. Right, Luke, Jack's friend. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> and why is he gone? As Mister Mister Harland. Mister Harland. Um, I know what like Jack cries when you see his stats, but 26 scores in 22 games. How have you made the team worse? I mean, I don't agree with that. Like, I mean, I agree with you. Like, I'm not, yeah. I, I don't agree with. I don't see how he's made them worse. Like. I agree with the scored, premise that players can make a team worse. They've scored more goals than they did this stage last season, which means in his area, he's improved, he's improved them. them. It's not his fault that the midfield are shaky, a bit leggy at times, and defence is also um, a bit worrying at times. I, I bet he probably blames him that Pep fell out with uh, Cancelo as well. <laughs> but for me, it's like, you see that assist against Villa the other night, and uh, the lead-up towards the uh, goal against Arsenal. It's like, He's just yeah for Arsenal the Arsenal game I thought that was probably his best performance. I I'll thought it was Um, he's brilliant and uh, I, I don't know, I just don't I don't I don't think he's made them worse because for me no I don't either he's still he he 
Granted, they've changed their system somewhat because they always play with the false. Can nine. I also say as well that they are top of the league? They are yeah, top of the are. league. Granted, Arsenal have a game in hand, but did they play each other? They have to play each other again, don't they? At the Etihad, you're probably Batman City again, and they'll probably end up with a better goal difference because of Haaland. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I, like, I, I, well, how long have City been dying for like a number nine, a prolific goal scorer? Well, well after Kane, weren't they? Uh-huh. I just don't see how someone Kane was top scored. of their shopping list for ages they brought in Haaland they've got the bags of goals they were looking for I just I just don't see how someone with 26 goals can have possibly <laughs> made a team mind you like I said I, I understand the premise that some players can score goals yeah. and make a team people just have only gotten look at Ronaldo yeah, yeah, I was about saying, people have started seeing that since Ronaldo because yeah. it was scores a goals point. overall makes the team worse but in, Haaland's goals are ridiculous in this goals, specific case no that's not the case no it's not the case Haaland's, Haaland's already scored eight more than Ronaldo did the full season and we're already in February <laughs> like he, he's looking at breaking every Premier League record going I do think they've slightly changed the system maybe that's took a bit of time to adapt like um, but no for me he's not made them worse he might not have made them overall better but they haven't got worse because of him and it's his first season uh huh first season it's yeah. just absolutely so un- you, hey, some players you you give them the excuse that right it's the first season in England give them a chance are we you know what I mean uh, Josh says as of right now Ivan Tony is the third best striker in the Premier League behind Haaland and Kane I see him I like um, like we see him Rashford he's been playing up front hasn't he I would consider playing front the other night but he's been playing the left winger naturally right yeah, don't include him in that. Mm-hmm. Who else? So you've got Mitro, Gabi Jesus. I don't think that's all I take, by the way. I mean, it's, it's that, on on that current crazy, form. Ivan Tony for me is. It's not boiling, take. I love him. I love Ivan Tony. Um, so what we're doing, we're going at the minute Harland top. Yeah. Kane. Yes. Then who? Those top two are staying I mean, who else are you really looking at? Like. Lose. Well, it's not Darwin Nunes. <laughs> Let's just get that out of the way. Yeah, there's no one else springing to mind for me. I mean, if I, I rate Mitro very highly, but I don't think he's better than Tony. Like, I think Ivan Tony is. Oh, he's just he's perfect. He'd be perfect centre forward for Man United. I feel like that's someone they should go for in the summer. Um, if he's not banned from football. Yeah, but he's just he 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 makes that Brentford team tick. Remember seeing their draw against Arsenal. He's just at the centre of everything. Without him, there'd be so much worse. He he he's like the glue of that team. He sticks. In, everything sticks. A brilliant um, finisher. Brilliant penalty taker. Player. Brilliant penalty taker. Very good physically. He can got head. Good, good broad shoulders. They can pin defenders. He's he's got everything. He's so complete. And honestly, yeah, that, I don't think that's a bad yeah. take at all. Maybe. No, the only argument for me is Gabby Jesus. I, I personally agree with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably well, there you go. Perhaps it's not a hot take after all. Matthew says Newcastle won't lose a home game for the remainder of this season. I don't think that's hot, to be honest with you. I don't. Only look at them at home. I think they're starting to get a bit more tame now. Should we have a well, look at their home fixtures for the remainder of the season? Well, they've got Newcastle tomorrow, or today, should I say. Newcastle, Newcastle have got, got Newcastle. Newcastle. Oh, Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so they've got Liverpool... Saturday, yeah. Yeah. Then they've got Wolves, 
Well, they've got 12 clean sheets, the most in the league. They just... They the, only, don't... the only ones that look dangerous to me is they've got Arsenal and Man United. They're the only real ones I look at and think, oh, they might lose them. But they, they don't lose, lose games. No, no, no. no. They just, they, they've lost one all season. I feel like they have dropped off a bit, though. Like, they want red or form. And now they're just like, it's draw, 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 draw. Possibly. Maybe they'll focus on Tilge on the Cup. Potentially, but, but I feel like they have dropped off a bit. I think they're still doing class. But drawing a lot of games, as we've mentioned with Arsenal, does not mean losing them. No, but, uh, I just, I, I don't think that's crazy to say. To be honest, I don't see any reason why they'd lose a home game. That you've got to admit their home support is brilliant. Um, that's ridiculous, and it gets them through games at times. So yeah, I think. It's not a hot take. I mean, there's a couple of games that could I, th- lose. I think they will lose eventually. Because it's the Premier League. Anyone can beat anyone at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, But if they were to not lose at home, I would not be surprised. No, I wouldn't either. I've got, I've got another crazy um, new stop, uh, Newcastle stuff here. Before the West Ham game at the beginning of the month, they hadn't conceded a Premier League first-half goal since Molyneux, which was in late August. Home or away, first home or away, first half. They hadn't conceded a single first half goal before that West Ham game. Do you know how ridiculous that is? That's how nuts that is. Yeah, so I mean, the defence is very. Whatever Eddie Howe's feeding that back line. Yeah, stop. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you said it. (laughs) Yeah, they could probably lose one or two along the way, but I won't be surprised if they don't. Here's one for you. Liam, not not you. Not me. Other Liam says, Ryan Giggs was overrated. I don't think he's overrated. I don't think he's overrated either. Again, that's a bit like... Can I just say, our three opinions, where you're probably, where you're probably thinking of treble season, that goal against Arsenal, and when he was like at the back end of his career. That's how I think of Ryan Giggs. Yeah. I didn't watch him in his prime. But obviously, I've seen his score against Arsenal and like heard about it, heard about stories about him. That's not the ones off the pitch. Let's leave them alone. Yeah, th- we just want to say. <laughs> well, there's only been one season Ryan Giggs has played in the Premier League where he didn't score, and that was his last. Thirteen, fourteen was, was the one where he took over as manager. Yeah, that's the only season he's played in the Premier League where he didn't score. Every other season he scored. I mean, that's. No, but that's that's a start that's jumping off the page for me, like because obviously you'd expect it was score. But, well, yeah, but um, uh, uh, yeah, that shows his longevity more. Giggs, than no, I was going to say that Giggs Giggs shows longevity the only consistency, but I think Giggs is the only person who's won every single Premier League for Man United. They won all thirteen. Did he? Yeah. Did he I'm win pre- the one in '92? He's been in. I'm pretty sure he's every single. Well, that's why the scoring stat jumped out was because. He was the only player to score in every single Premier League season, from the very beginning up until that season. Yeah, I think I think that's right. There might be another player in there, but um, yeah, g- g- again, you you're not you're clearly a good player if you're getting in there for that long. Yeah. Like if you've managed to play for United, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I wish I, d- I don't think he was as good as everyone. I think people who say this base it purely off stats because if you go off his stats, yeah. he didn't score that many. Yeah. But it's one of those ones you just had to watch yeah. to appreciate fully. Yeah, I, totally I don't think I think it's harsh to say gigs is over. I, I don't think it's. I don't think people will take it as a hot take because of what I've just said, but I do think it is. You know what I mean? Do you know what I'm trying to say? 
I get what you mean, yeah. Oh, here we go. Newcastle fan Callum says Burkham's goal against Newcastle was a fluke. Just wasn't though, was it? I think yeah, he's exactly. I think he's personally put that in for you, Liam. I know he likes to get under your skin, <laughs> but it just wasn't like. Oh, I think that's a stupid thing to say. If think, it was a fluke, I what was he trying to do? White glasses, that. If it was a fluke, what was he trying to do? Like, I can't, I can't even start talking because I. I I'm just picturing the goal now. He's pinned, right? That that centre back. And he's flicked a pounce through the outside. Like anyone who's played football, right? And, and obviously Callum has, we know Callum has, right? So I'd expect that. Uh, it makes me think he's just doing this all winds up. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's working. <laughs> Callum's played football at a decent level. He knows, right? You're getting the ball to you there along the floor. All it takes is a touch with the outside the foot. Everyone knows the trajectory of the football from there. So then he spins the other way and it's bounced perfectly in his path. That is just the physics of football. He, he knows what he's doing. He's done that on purpose. <laughs> like who? Callum Orton? No, Burkham. Burkham. <laughs> that is it. Uh, some of the stuff Burkham did. Are you telling me that? Yeah, it was a fluke. Look at Burk Burkham's other touches. That's not a fluke. Simple yeah, as that. Like, nah, for me, that's that. oh, Burkham's flair is just like the other goal against like Argentina in the World Cup. Uh huh. Dennis Burkham. Dennis Burkham. Again, like Dennis Burkham. Tell me that was Dennis a fluke. Burkham. It's just outrageous, like, no way it was a I think no, he's personally just put that in. Yeah, yeah, that's Just definitely. to get on the Oscar. Because it's weird, because both of you have been sat there the whole time, just fidgeting the whole time, just going... Nah, not having it. No, but I think that's just black-white tinted glasses. Can we block Callum on, this, uh, <laughs> on your bag Instagram, please? <laughs> no more takes from you, son. You can tell we've got, like, a Newcastle-heavy... Listening, and we've got another one. Sven Botman is the best centre back in the Premier League. Shut oh, up, no, next. No, it's just like, just, come on. No, I don't even get that in. I'll just take that out. No, just do yeah, another one. Sure, do you not yeah, want to? That's just stupid. Because, you know, let's not even entertain better. it. Saliba, Ben White, uh, John me Stones, me Nana, <laughs> me Dad, <laughs> <laughs> me Dog, me Lass. <laughs> and I've just been scrolling through the last ones here. We're not going to entertain it, but Harry Kane isn't in the top five strikers in the world from Patrick. Uh, yes, that's a hot take, Patrick. It's a hot take for a reason. It is, yeah, it's a hot take for a reason, and we're not going to entertain it. I hope that wasn't Patrick Roberts, because <laughs> I no longer like No, him. he has ball knowledge, and he's also magic. I'll give you a hot take. Harry Kane's the top one striker in the world right now. I don't think that's a hot take, really. Exactly, well, there you go. I'd not agree. top five. Name me five better than him. Name me five who can do what Kane does. Joffy. Chupa Morting. <laughs> Altador. James Vaughan. Jerome Sinclair. <laughs> I think that will about do it. Where Sunderland lives. Right, so to finish off, as we always do, a little round of predictions. Got five of the weekend's fixtures to go over. See how we're going to do. Firstly, the early kickoff, Villa Arsenal. A wise man once said, "Never, never back, back the early, early kick-off. Off. I mean, that last time Arsenal won the early kick-off on a Saturday win, that didn't go well for them. No, it did not. Who predicted that? <laughs> <laughs> um, could could the blip continue? Possibly. Unai Emery's Villa. Unai Emery's return against Arsenal. Villa's not a bad team. No, they're, they're one of them bogey teams, aren't they? They're tough to play against. Um, I'm going to say two-one Arsenal, but I think Villa will go ahead. I'm going to say a 1-1 draw. I, I was thinking that 1-1 draw, yeah. I think it's a tough game for them. 
I think they'll struggle. I, just, I, I agree. I think Villa will go ahead, and I think Arsenal will try, but I don't think they'll get a second goal. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, I'd go one one as well. Nice struggle. Got Everton against Leeds, uh, relegation six pointer, as things stand. Who's at home? Everton. Everton win two 0 Massive game, isn't it? Goodison will be rocking, I'd imagine. Um, Leeds will bring everything. I'm gonna go two one Everton. I it's think they'll game. they'll want to get the derby loss out of the way straight. I think they'll just come bursting out of the box. Yeah, me too. I think it could be difficult for Leeds. Brighton versus Fulham. Oh, that'll be a good game. Six versus seventh. Two very good teams. Love, love both. You're over league six pointer. Yeah, <laughs> I love both. Of you wouldn't think that at the start of the season. No, no, definitely not. Um, uh, that's a hard one. That I'm going to go for a away Fulham win three two. Big game. Well, I get three two on this, didn't we? We love the three two. Every week, someone said three. It's two. never a three two. There's never been a th- like for that uh, Nottingham Forest uh, Leeds game. We're going to have very high scoring finish one Honky. Um, I'll go I'm going Desmond 2-1 2-1 Brighton just because they're at home Fair enough, so we've got Brighton win draw Fulham, Fulham win interesting we've got down in the championship quickly we've got Luton versus Burnley fourth versus first Burnley just running away with it at the no, moment no it's fourth best of the champions of the championship already yeah Luton Need to just all they can really hope for is a draw because they're not going to beat them, surely. Is anyone going to beat Burnley in a minute? Like, we should have beat them 2 0 up. Oh, yeah, you're right, like, but yeah. to be fair, we're saying this, Luton might go out and win. Like, it's a tough place to go and yeah. get McKenny. Um, I I'm think I, back I don't know, I just Burnley are just so good. That being they were they took a 90th, 90 plus what equaliser against Watford, yeah, but. They'd win the 10 games that that shows you. Yeah. That shows you. They've got the grit as yeah, well. Yeah, they do. They can grind results out and they've got the quality. And I think we'll win 3 1. I just, I think it's tough. Like, it's a really hard place to go. Honestly, one all of them could have. No, 2 1 Burnley. 2 1 Burnley. I think Luton will it's score. It's so harsh. Wow. Like, it'd be easy to bet against Burnley to win. Like,. I don't know, mate. I just feel like looting it away. They drew the first game they played, I remember. They drew 1-1. It was like Burnley's first home game of the season. I'm going to go 1-1 again. I, think I, think I went to go Luton say that, but I just I can't team. see Burnley lose. Not winning, Not winning yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I do think it's sensible to go 1-1, though. I'm going to go 1-1. Safe yeah. option, 1-1, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and then Not really with Burnley. Our final uh, prediction: Newcastle versus Liverpool. Late kickoff. Liv- uh, Liverpool haven't lost to Newcastle in twelve meetings, winning eight of them. And well, Liverpool pre- the last team to beat Newcastle in the Prem. Yeah. Yeah. The only team to do it this season. They've only got one loss this season. Yeah. Give over. Yeah. I know. I know it was ninety. So they have the only team to beat them. The last minute winner. Oh, they are and all. Imagine being one like loss. a Newcastle fan and they've only lost one game this season. Drew about 12 though. Does this not um, um, Best defence in the league. I don't know. I really so, don't know. I see you got best defence in the league against someone who always beats them. I Newcastle will walk all over them, mate. 2 0. Do you reckon? Yeah, easy. One in the yard. Like, I, I honestly. I can never predict. Be a good atmosphere for a game like that. Big clubs coming to town. They'll beat them 2 0. 
Because sometimes going into it, it has a draw written all over it, and all of a sudden it's just. Uh, uh, I, I, God, I can't even speak. I don't have a clue. Because, like, my head's thinking Liverpool, even though they shouldn't win because Liverpool are 8th or whatever, and Newcastle are 4th. And there's a reason for that. But maybe that Derby was a turning point. I don't know. See, one of my mates said this to me last night. I was talking I was like, so what do you think about the game at the weekend? And he was like, oh, well, I think we're back on track now. I'm like, you won one game against Everton. Like, chill out. Like, how many times have they done that this season? They won a game and then lost the next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just don't get anything that points to a Liverpool win. Newcastle don't lose games, especially not at home. And what's making you think Liverpool will win away? I've probably, I've probably just got uh, red and white tinted glasses on here, by the way. I'm not being fair to Newcastle. Uh, it's not like you. That'll <laughs> be a walkover for Newcastle. No, do you know what it is? I'm gonna, I'm gonna change. You've changed my mind. I'm gonna go one nil Newcastle. I think twelve games in Baitland will turn to zero. I think Newcastle's got this. Personally, I'll say one nil Newcastle. Nice one. But I don't think the scoreline will flatter like how uneven it was. I think Newcastle are just bottom them. Mm. Well, there you go. If you ever thought we were biased podcast, <laughs> look at us out. now. <laughs> we're going to do a Sunderland prediction. Finish off. Yeah, we always on, do, then. don't we? Bristol uh, City open tomorrow. Haven't lost this calendar year at all. Good, good little team forming there under Nigel Pearson. I think this thing I think they've gone 460 days without getting a penalty. They are penalty FC. Arise Sunderland. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, we were saying that about QPR. Ten games. Uh, yeah, yeah, but we save penalties, save you say. Right, true. So it doesn't matter. We have got paddle. Super. Oh, I'm gonna. I I think we'll like play them off the park, and we'll win two nil. Easy win. Interesting. I think it'll be a little bit more difficult, but I think I'm saying one nil. So. I, I, they are a decent team, obviously, if they haven't lost this year. But like, at home. We were playing at the minute. I can't see anyone beating us apart from maybe Burnley or Sheffield United. I think we'll win. I tell you, right, I'm gonna give you something to watch out for. Tell you the next big thing to come out of the championship and get in the Premier League. Not the female ex footballer pundit, but Alex Scott, young, I think he's 18 year old, Bristol City, played really well against us in the reverse fixture. He's been brilliant in the championship of Bristol City this season. Centre midfielder, watch out for him. Very good player. And I think. I think 2-1 Sunderland Andy Vyman score for them and we'll have a Choffy Gala and Amad Diallo two goals for Sunderland 2-1 for the lads I'll say the promotion one, uh, charge goes on 1-0 Joffy I'll, I'll do my I'll think uh, Patrick Roberts to score again and I think Joffy is finally going to get his first Sunderland goal I'd hope so Spark and that concludes another episode of The Onion Bag, brought to you by Spark. I've been Liam Caffrey. I've been Jack Ostrick. Thanks again for listening. And I've been Dom O'Dean. Thank you very much. Ta-ra. Ta-ra. Spark on 107FM, on your smart speaker and online at sparksunderland.com.